well, when you get into the idea of like, you know, what could be an actual bill that would confront these things? Cause like you pointing out, it's like all this stuff is not unique to TikTok or any social media uh, network. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's pervasive everywhere, but when it comes to TikTok, especially and its effect on kids, I think it's kind of funny how the way that China has been, it's been used as kind of this cudgel against China, China's brainwashing America's kids or whatever, when really like yeah. TikTok in China, if you're a kid going on TikTok, you're exposed to all this like engineering content and interesting nature stuff. And the reason that that doesn't happen in the United States is not because there's some nefarious secret plan going on, but because they don't regulate their social media and China does. So like there could be a way to just regulate these social media companies to show certain content to kids under a certain age, but that's just something that the United States government is not interested in doing. Well, yeah. I mean, that goes all the way back to early television, right? Like, I I don't know about you guys, but I was born 1984. So I was raised on G.I. Joe, sugary cereals and cartoons that were toys every Saturday morning. Like every cartoon was just a commercial. And that didn't exist until the United States deregulated those hours for kids. And we switched back and forth. I think now it's like a certain amount of educational programming and things like that. And having those specific times for it, you know, if there was a bill of saying up to a certain age, you can only see things that are deemed X content. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't like to get into the realm of uh, for kids because I'm not a parent myself and I'm not an educator and I'm, I'm just an idiot. But when I think about what, uh, you know, other Americans should be able to be seen who are adults there, you know, obviously we don't want violent content. And obviously we don't want, uh, you know, hate speech or discriminatory stuff, you know, finding what those rules are. But I think even even greater than that would be for these organizations that maybe have to list a basic, you know, actual readable way of how the algorithms work um, for everything. You know, what is heating? Uh, you guys, you guys don't hear me? Oh, you're um, yep. so for so for the uh, the algorithms, like with TikTok specifically, there's heating. Um, which is when they use for new celebrities when they join TikTok. Like Dolly Parton recently joined TikTok. I'm a huge fan. Um, So of course, I want to see all of her videos, but they also want to make sure other people who may not know Dolly Parton just joined, they were like, we're going to press this button and Dolly Parton's first three videos are going to go to everyone's feet. Everyone on here will know that Avril Lavigne just joined, that Lindsay Lohan just joined, that people who are big on other platforms, we want to give them a quick hit as they first join. you know, should that be legal? Should Elon Musk be allowed to to heat and boost thirty five other accounts, including his own? You know, they they recently just listed that he's he's boosting Cat Turd Two, Joe Biden, AOC, and others what? like among himself. So, well, when like, you got such incisive, great of, political commentary like you get from Cat Turd Two, I'm sorry, but you got to make sure as many people as possible see that stuff. It's just wonderful. So. That yeah, I understand. Yeah, no, I, the health I, of the nation. Listen, and <laughs> if the, if the government can only take cat turd two from my cold dead hands, I'm more of a Nick Adams <laughs> man myself. Yeah. Um, I need a man. Oh, the alpha. Yeah. Oh, listen. Let me tell you why Nick Adams only works on Twitter because when you see him in an actual video and you hear how he talks, you can't take him yeah. seriously. It breaks people's right. brains immediately because yeah. you read it and you're like, <laughs> you're picturing this like meathead bro. And then somehow he's just like kind of a nerdy Australian who's a little chubby. And you're like, this is yeah. the guy who was like, I only eat at Hooters. <laughs> no, I, I, I might. I only eat at Hooters. And you're like, no, that's not yeah. scary anymore. I love guns and Donald Trump. It doesn't work. 
<laughs> but that's also no, not at all. That's also the other thing though about TikTok versus Twitter um, that I've thought about for a really long time. You know, and, and Rob, I remember seeing your stuff on Twitter all the time. Um, and and you know, people read differently, right? Like I can write a sentence of, oh yeah, yeah, I used to really like that. You know, that's how I'm writing it. But someone else reads like, I used to really like that. Like the same sentence, but they're just read in two yeah. contexts. When you see a video, you're hearing my delivery, you're hearing my passion, my lack of passion, any of those things. And you can also at least believe you feel, you know, that I'm being genuine or not. And I think the video has just a difference to it. And the other part that's really happening that is weird with TikTok more than anything else is for the first time that I've seen, I heard this claim on Facebook. I've heard this claim on Twitter and the internet in general, the idea that the internet is letting the whole world see each other, right? Um, the worst thing TikTok has done to America has let people all over the world see what it's like to live in a town in West Virginia with $3 generals in one gas station and know that that is how you can live and no one will help you out of it. Um, you know, you, you actually see, like, I've seen videos, I've seen live streams on TikToks from inside prisons because people sneak phones in and it's like, yeah, here's an actual jail. And it's not MSNBC lockup being run on Saturdays at 2 PM. And this is what the prison wants you to see. And here's some grainy footage. It's like, no, these are actual guys. And you're like, oh, these are just people, you know, they did some of them may have done some fucked up stuff, but these, at the end of the day is like, these are human beings. Yeah, they're um, like here's how I make my special snacks using all the stuff from the 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 cart. You know the yeah yeah all the different yeah here's how I cook ramen in a toilet. Like okay yeah, yeah. I learned something, but yeah. but you know we again you it, it's weirdly thrown at you. So like you know you you start to realize you know we think of red states and blue states, but you know there's a whole there's there's a whole world of Appalachian leftists who I see Democrats like myself talk down to all day. Like why? Why y'all just so fucking stupid and keep voting for against your own interests? And they're like, because there's the guy who owns the town said he would fire everyone. And 60% of the people who work for him just shrugged and did what he said. Like that's, you know, that's more of that, that idea. And I think as we start to see that and you start to see, you know, as, as we're heading to an inevitable war with China an inevitable war with the BRICS nations and all these different things. One of the worst things that can happen is realize that there are human beings just like us in Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. And that, that we're not going to edit and just show videos of them marching like North Korea, that there are people who just, you know, they have a song they like and they're super into Miley Cyrus flowers. And, um, you know, Africa has cities. These are all things that Americans are learning through TikTok. And the weird part for me is, realizing Americans didn't know this. Like I cannot stress how Africa has cities breaks people's brains. Like they're, <laughs> they just expect huts and they yeah. see Nairobi and they see, you know, Jonestown, they see these different places. They're like, Oh, that's just, wait, you have malls. And they're like, you'll yeah. see Africans be like, yeah, we have malls. Like I have a Prada <laughs> bag. You have worse healthcare than me. I'm in Africa. <laughs> Like, yeah, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen of people like, no, man, it's not true. These are all lies. I'm like, no, it's it's real, bro. Well, it, this is all this push is being done in 
in part again like this the primary purpose is this hawkish anti-china sentiment yeah but the way they're framing it publicly is to protect kids from chinese propaganda to protect kids yeah. from this platform that's just you know changing the way they think or protect your data subject to propaganda at this yes oh yeah that too so yeah within that they don't give a shit about your data u.s companies collect harvest target sell it whatever with impunity but the, on the protecting kids thing what i think is so ridiculous is at the same time republican state legislatures all over the country are trying to push through these bills at the behest of corporate PAC, special interests, groups like ALEC, to get kids back to work, like kids as young as 13 and 14, despite this like, wave of stories we're seeing about kids being subject to like chemical burns yep. and you know, ha- horrible yeah. hazardous workplace injuries, because they don't fucking belong there. <laughs> they should be working on like, the meatpacking plant. Get the kids but, back in yeah, factories. Don't put, don't put them on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, That's really dangerous. TikTok. Really dangerous stuff. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this sample of the Insurgents podcast. To hear the rest of this episode and for more bonus content, please subscribe at theinsurgents.substack.com.